Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am your host. I am the one, the only, incomparable Evan McLeod, and you are listening to Sports First here on Anchor. And you can get this podcast as well as a plethora of others on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to any of your fun-loving podcasts. Now with that, let's talk sports and what's been going on in my real life, to be honest with you. Because, uh, you know, we've been off the air for almost a whole month. Uh, So, to start it off, my birthday was February 4th. I proceeded to get ready to record and got really sick, had no voice, so therefore you cannot record. Moving forward, got better, uh, was ready to talk about the first week of the XFL. Went back to Rochester, New York, where I'm originally from, to wrestle on a wrestling show. I was going to meet up Sunday, that first Sunday of XFL football, um, and talk it. And uh, I broke my orbital bone and fractured my nasal cavity. And uh, outside of a facial swelling, uh, did not get to, uh, because I was in the hospital, uh, didn't get to record. Uh, So we've taken some time off to kind of get some things together. been looking a lot at football because you had the combine this week, uh, a lot of free agency moves. So, I mean, this episode's going to be football. We're going to talk a lot of football. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's a fun time of year for free agency football. I'll be honest with you. Um, but outside of that, uh, my younger son and I experienced together our first NBA basketball game, went to a Washington Wizards game. Uh, he uh, He's been playing basketball. Um, never in a million years thought he'd ever want to play basketball, uh, but his friends played, so he wanted to play. So got to, uh, you know, uh, you know, let him try it and see, see what happens. You know, he, he tries as hard as he plays hard. Uh, he is definitely a football kid, taekwondo kid, uh, baseball kid. Uh, but he does play very hard. He does try. He's willing to learn. So that's all that I could ask of him. And he's having fun. And new sports, that's the big thing. Let them have fun. Now, let's get into some fun here. So, we're going to start off. Okay, so this is my hot topic. Okay, my hot topic of the week. Hot, 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 hot. Because we're back, baby. We are so back, just like the old animated dinosaur movie. We're back. So, we're going to start off hot. You may not think it's hot. I think it's hot. Because I'm entertained by this one. Dak Prescott. Dallas Cowboys. All right. All right, let, let's just hear me out, okay? Hear me out. If you're the Dallas Cowboys and you got Tom Brady sitting in free agency and you got Dak Prescott, who by all means is a good quarterback, but I said this before and I'll say it again, and anybody that's talked to me about Dak Prescott, I don't not like Dak, okay? I think Dak is very talented, But when it comes down to you wanting money, you wanting to be paid, I'm just going to say it point blank. What have you showed me? And anyone that's listening may be wondering, Evan, I don't understand what you mean. Dak has done this and this and this and this. First off, point blank. The year, what was it, last year when Zeke was out for four games. The Cowboys looked like a shell of the year prior. 
Dak Prescott does not play well without all the pieces around him. He's a good quarterback. He's not elite. He's not great. I'm going to tell you that right now, okay? Let's be honest here. The man from 2019 threw for 4,902 yards, 30 touchdowns. Bam, bam. That's great. That's great. Played 16 games. His career, 64 total games. A 65.8 complete percent. 15,778 yards, 97 touchdowns. But you're going to tell me he's elite. Wait, wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Look at Carson Wentz. Ready? Ready? I'm going to shoot his stats out to you. Because these players get paid. They get paid for production. Not being average. Now, Dak Prescott hasn't gotten me to a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott has not gotten me deep into the playoffs. But Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, last year played 16 games, a 63.9% completion rating, 4,039 yards, 27 touchdowns. Do those, do those numbers sound familiar? He only threw... 900, less, little less than 900 yards than Dak. Three touchdowns less than Dak. Wait, here's the kicker. An injury-prone offense. No wide receivers. But Dak had every talent under the sun. And you're going to tell me that the Cowboys, just this falls on just Jason Garrett? I don't like Jason Garrett as a head coach. I have been very adamant to that my whole life. I don't think Garrett deserved to stay as the 10-year coach that he was with the Dallas Cowboys because you had other coaches that were fired for producing more than Jason Garrett. But Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has played less games in his career, 56. Has a 63.8% complete rating. He has thrown for 14,191 yards. But wait, less yardage than Dak? But all in all, career rating, touchdowns completed. He's got, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, 97 touchdowns thrown. So you're going to tell me, if you're Dak Prescott's, Prescott's agent, that he, he deserves to get paid. No. No, the man... I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie here. I will defend that Dak Prescott deserves to make Carson Wentz money. And I say that because he's only as good as Carson Wentz. Now, now hold on. You're asking me, wait, Evan, but he's better than Carson Wentz. I don't understand. No, he's not. He's thrown for more yards, but he has the same amount of touchdowns. But wait. What does Carson Wentz have? He has a ring. He may not have gotten them all the way to that Super Bowl, but guess what? Man's got a Super Bowl ring. The man eliminated, eliminated Dak Prescott's Cowboys from playoff contention when the Cowboys were far too talented to not run away with that NFC division. That is a joke. And if Dallas Cowboys fans can't understand that that team last year was an absolute joke, 
when they should have won that division on a Eagles team that was visibly hurt all season long. Then you, my friends, you need to start paying attention more to football. Because quite frankly, the Cowboys made me laugh all season long. Started out hot and just fizzled. But back to that Carson Wentz money. So Carson Wentz, okay, Carson Wentz makes a boatload of money, okay? Carson Wentz has a $17.1 million salary. He's he he has is one of the highest paid in his position last year. The the man's contract is a total of 154 million, okay? And and and, and I think in all honesty and fairness, Dak Prescott deserves to make what Carson Wentz makes. I will not knock that. I will not deny that. I think Wentz is a good quarterback. I think he might be better than Dak, but Wentz can't stay healthy. Where Dak can stay healthy, but when it comes down to stats, yeah, agents want to get as much money for their player as possible. But if you're Dak Prescott's agent and you know Tom Brady is available and you're the Cowboys, are you going to try and throw that money to Tom Brady? It's just a food for thought. I'm going to just say right now, point blank, that Dak Prescott will either get franchised because I don't see Amari Cooper getting franchise tagged. I think Dak will end up getting the franchise tag and have to play. But if that happens, Dak needs to make the playoffs. There is no rhyme or reason. He is set up for success. He is set up to have a team that may not be much different. They got to go out and get a wide receiver. If, but but realistically, they are set up to be a halfway decent team again. They are set up realistically to win their division. Because the Giants, I don't think they're going to be that good. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel the same way. The Redskins... With Ron Rivera, could turn around and surprise people. And then you look at the Eagles. The Eagles are a team that, when healthy, can run rough shot through that division. The Eagles themselves have some free agency moves. Rodney McLeod Jr. will... Uh, is, is in the free agent market. I, I think it'd be smart for the Eagles to resign him. Um, but you know, there, there are things going out. Uh, he's coming back from an injury. So will the Eagles chance it or will another team try and go after him? Uh, but the end all be all here, the end all be all here. Dak has Mike McCarthy who can teach him how to win. McCarthy can win as a coach. I think he has the right pieces to the puzzle in the place for Dallas. Uh, if Dallas doesn't win their division this year, it's just if not even being a Cowboys fan, you gotta say what's the problem here. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Dak Prescott.
Got to win. He has to win. There's not an option. I'm not saying they got to make it to the Super Bowl. But you got to get me out at least to the NFC title game. Moving on from there. Has anyone watched any of the the uh, the combine? Uh, I was sitting watching it last night. Uh, one person I really want to focus on. Man. Excuse me. Uh, man. Henry Ruggs III. That boy's fast. 4.27. 40-yard dash. Now, if you're a team wanting a, a good wide receiver and you're looking for someone that's fast, that man can go. Um, outside of that, watching quarterbacks throw last night, watching receivers, the one thing that uh, me as well as, uh, you know, we both coach uh, youth football, and one of my friends, he coaches also uh, high school football. We notice a lot of the wide receivers slowed down. They turn their head, running for those balls, you know, trying to catch them. They got to keep it going, you know, and that's something that they, they, NFL-wise, they're going to have to teach. But, I mean, these quarterbacks are looking just to throw a nice deep ball, and and as a wide receiver, you got to go catch it. You got to go for it. Um, Now we're going to focus a little on Tom Brady here, a little on Tom Brady. You know, I know I don't want – it's the combine. You know, to me, the combine is the combine. You know, you, you see a little bit. Uh, of how the players are playing, uh, watching the combine. You know, didn't watch any combine yet today. Big head. You know, seeing which guys are impressing, and, and and that is one person right now. Henry Ruggs the third. He really just impressed me overall. Uh, just with just with his forty yard dash. I mean, man's fast. Um, but I want to talk a little about Tom Brady. Uh, and, and where Tom Brady could end up. I still think Tom Brady ends up in Las Vegas. And everyone keeps telling me, oh, he can't end up in Vegas. He's not going to end up in Vegas. But the reality is, business move-wise, Brady going to Vegas makes the most sense. It's going to sell out your tick- season ticket holders in less than 30 seconds. And the only other place I see Tom Brady going, I don't see him as a New England Patriot. And I say that, I say that because I think he's taken the hometown money far too long. He wants to show that he's, he wants to know that he's appreciated. And I'm not going to say he's not appreciated. But when you've taken the pay cut to make the team that good for that long, you deserve to get paid. And I think he will end up either in Vegas or in L.A. Uh, right now, L.A., the Ram, uh, the Chargers, sorry, not the Rams. The Chargers have said that Tyrod Taylor will be their starter for this upcoming season. I don't see a problem with that. I think Tyrod has a lot of talent. Uh, I think he's with the right coach. And I think Tyrod can really shock people. I think people really... Uh, don't look at Tyrod as a starter, but I, I like Tyrod. I think he's got a good deep ball. Uh, just like any other quarterback, he makes mistakes. Uh, but those are the two places that I believe Tom Brady lands. I think Phillip Rivers signs with the Colts. And that's all I got to say about that. I mean, that just makes sense. The only other place that Rivers ends up is Tampa Bay. But I think inevitably... He is the next Colts quarterback, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a huge Philip Rivers fan, and I think give him a three-year deal, and I think he gets the Colts to the playoffs. 
I think he upsets the Tennessee Titans. I think he upsets the Houston Texans and runs through that division. That's just my thought. That's what I believe will happen with Phillip Rivers. Uh, going from there, let's talk a little bit about Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry, there's been a lot of interest from other teams in the Titans. Speaking of the Titans, really have to make a decision themselves. Do they franchise tag Derrick Henry? And I don't think that's going to happen. I think they they keep Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you, you franch, they're going to franchise tag him because I think he's their guy. Or at least that's who they believe is their guy. Uh, I... I, I, I <laughs> I, there's been rumors running rampant that uh, Henry could end up in Buffalo. Uh, it, Buffalo's got the running back. If Henry goes there, does he take over for Singletary? That's my question. Do you do you think he should take over for Singletary? I don't think that's the right move for a young Buffalo team. But hey, that could be what they want to go for. Um. You know, I'm looking at, you know, other quarterbacks that are out there. We are thinking about it. If Brady goes to L.A., you got Carr. Where does Carr go? Carr could end up in Washington. Makes a little sense with Ron Rivera, uh, who I have heard likes him. Um, But the biggest thing when you're looking at it, The Redskins have to get rid of unload a quarterback at that point. Now, the Redskins went and drafted their quarterback. And when you look at it, they still have Alex Smith under contract. Uh, He will be under contract until after this year. Dwayne Haskins showed potential, and they have Colt McCoy. But could you see Haskins be out? I think there's a good chance that if Ron Rivera truly has control, like Dan Schneider said, I could see Dwayne Haskins being traded for the draft, getting two first-round draft picks, and the, the the Redskins go and make moves where they need to make moves. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. I mean, at the end of the day, that's where I, I, I see that. I, I just, I don't think Dwayne Haskins is NFL ready. I think Dwayne Haskins needs some time. I think he needs to be under a learning tree. He's not bad, but he's not, he, he, didn't, he showed promise towards the end of the year. But I think he really needs, there, there's more that he needs to work on. He could shock everybody. I mean, I mean, Redskins could, it could go and keep him, but he, he's got to come out and play much better than he played last year. Much better. Um, you look at, at that point, let's look at the saints who drew breeze says he's coming back, but now you got Teddy Bridgewater. You got Teddy B. And I think Tenny B ends up, because he's still, to me, young, could go to the Patriots. 
Tyson Hill, Tyson Hill, sorry, could go to the Patriots. I, I, I could see that happening. But I think for me, the Saints need to re-sign Hill as a backup because I think, honestly, he could be the, the, the QB of the future for the Saints. I, I think he's really good. I think Taysom is, is very, very well-rounded. I'm a huge Teddy B fan. Uh, I like Bridgewater. The problem is he didn't stay healthy. But I think, man, that boy showed some grit this year. He showed how good he really is by keeping the Saints playoff hungry. So if you're the Saints, though, do you want Teddy B to be the future? How do you get to keep one of these quarterbacks? you got to pay him. You're going to have to pay him, unfortunately. But I think Teddy B, there's a good chance that I could see Teddy B end up in a New England Patriots uniform if, for some reasons, the Patriots don't get a deal done with Tom Brady. Let's talk a little XFL football. Okay, so we're a little bit behind on, you know, week one, week two. We hit week three. We're going into week four. And I will tell you, there is some good football with the XFL. Uh, I think it's, I think it's very, very entertaining football. And the, 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 the football itself, I love the kickoff. The kickoff is amazing. I, I think that, that that really shows what something that the NFL could use in, in, in their, in their, their league. Uh, I think that penalizing the the teams for kicking it into the end zone. I love the fact that they have to go and walk over to the kickoff teams 45. Um, that way you're not getting those those touchbacks. That way you're not just giving the you know you know it's not at the 30 yard line. Now teams got to play to keep that team out of their end zone. <clears throat> it makes it a little bit more fun. Um, well, people are sitting there, oh, they're, they're, they're only players, college players and, and second string, you know, third, fourth, fifth string practice players. Here's the thing. Those guys are talented enough to be in the NFL. And we were proven that in years past, uh, when the XFL first originated, I mean, you, you had, you know, the Steelers go and get Tommy Maddox and Tommy Maddox played in the NFL for a good time after that. To me, and for people to say that it's not going to be a breeding ground, so to speak, to the NFL. I think there's a good chance in, in, in the fact that the NFL put the XFL up on their app shows that there is some sort, to me, shows that there's some sort of connection between the two. Because the AAF, I think it was called, uh, prior, uh, they did not allow practice players to go try out for that. It was no. Ain't happening. Not getting any of our players. I think also they tried to push a league out there with no idea what they were doing. Where I think Vince McMahon, after doing the same mistake, okay, years ago, went and they planned properly for this year. Uh, I think they really went out and uh, spent their time uh and really finessed what the league was going to be this time around. And I see this league being around for at least five years. If they keep it as competitive and as fun as it is right now. I've tuned in every week to watch XFL football. It's great. I love the football that they're playing there. You know, 
being here in Maryland, uh, living in Maryland now, you know, you got the DC team, uh, DC defenders, and they're a fun team to watch. They lost last week, but I mean, the first two weeks, wow, they were great. Then, then also, you know, seeing, you know, uh, uh, last week also the first, first, uh, kickoff return. That was great. So it took three weeks for a team to come up with a, a trick play to, to score on a kickoff return. Amazing. I think the XFL has a bright, bright future. I think there's a lot of fun players. They got great attitudes. I like, I like that they are out playing football. You're hearing them. Uh, there's a few things that I think, you know, I, I don't like that you can hear plays being called, but that's just a traditionalist in me. Other than that, I think it's solid football being played by guys that were in the NFL or in college. They're getting an opportunity to showcase their talent. Guys that may not be able to go to combine. Um, but overall, I think it's a really good good deal. Um, I wanted to make this one quick, um, you know, just to get, get something out there to you guys. Uh, we're going to have a few, you know, we're going to try and record a couple more this week uh, with baseball coming up. I just wanted to kind of focus a little on football today. Hockey playoffs are coming up, so... I'm going to get a nice script together over the weekend and uh, come next week. We're going to shell out a nice podcast. Uh, I'm going to be looking at a, a couple friends I possibly had, have on air with me. Uh, we're going to knock out a few things. Uh, I'm going to be coaching Little League Baseball coming up here. So got a lot of stuff on my own plate. Uh, but at this time, I really would like to just kind of put this out there. Those who listen in this world, uh, a, a topic that's kind of sensitive to me. Uh, I have a seven-year-old son. I have a 14-year-old son. I have a seven-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter who's going to be four, and my son is going to be eight. <sighs> Bullying. I, I I think bullying with social media now in the world has become more prolific. Uh, I think kids, um, how they're raised, how they're brought up, uh, the areas they live in, uh, have to get in their mind. They have to be a certain way. Uh, I don't feel kids should have to, they're kids. They should never have to conform to the society they live in. They should always know that they can do better <clears throat> than where they're at. Um, my son has been a victim of bullying over the last few years. Uh, Again, my son plays you know, plays sports. Uh, he he recently, as of yesterday, uh, was bullied on the bus, and I just want to get it out there that you know we need to stop bullying. Uh, he was beat up yesterday. We just need to look at it, and, and we need to stop bullying. We need to understand that <clears throat> we can't do this to our children, and we need to make sure that we teach our children right from wrong. And knowing what's good and what's bad. And to defend themselves when they are being bullied. Um, you know. So I just. I want to get that out there. Like we really need to stop bullying. We need to end bullying. Please. And with that. I am your one. Your only. Your host with the mostest. I am Evan McLeod. And you have listened to Sportsverse. <laughs>